Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Philadelphia Eagles hosting the San Francisco 49ers in Week 13. You knew that. It's game of the week next week, right? Mm-hmm. Eagles are two-and-a-half-point home dogs to the San Francisco 49ers. And according to Bet Labs, it is the first time in at least 20 years that a 10-1 and or better team has been a home underdog in the regular season with its starting quarterback playing in the game. It's crazy. Yet it is true. Now, how many people do you think are going to get suckered into taking the Philadelphia Eagles as a home underdog this week. I'd almost be one of them. They just find a way. But can you really? They have apparently they're banged up. Like Fletcher Cox may not play. Lane Johnson may be hurt again. Jalen Hurst, the one banged up. He's playing hurt. You uh-huh. know, every time he winces in pain coming off the sideline. That was a hell of a win for them yesterday, man. So was KC. Even though you can argue they shouldn't have, if Valdez Cantlin catches that ball, but that's that, true. What they've pulled off, they have trailed in each of their past four games at halftime. Yeah. And found a way to win them all. That ties an NFL record. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. For comebacks. Yeah, they, I mean, Consecutive comebacks. I mean, they they are. uh, They're doing it against against the best in the NFL. I don't know why people like, you know, because we talked, we had had this conversation with Adam, like all the power ratings and all the DBOA. Philly is the best. Yeah, so I don't know why we, you know, some people act like you can't quantify it. Well, we have quantified it. They are the best team in the NFL in terms of that power rating, or at least they were a couple weeks ago. They may may have since been passed up by San Francisco. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, to me, the only way you can look in this one is, is San Francisco. Uh, maybe you can tease Philly if you want to do that, but um, I do expect San Francisco to go in here. And it's, plus, it's a rematch, right? I mean, that was a, that was an interesting game before Brock Purdy left the playoff game um, last year. Mm-hmm. So it's you know it's and plus I don't, I don't think Philly's I don't think Philly is as good as they were a year ago defensively. So I do think this is a well, especially a, in the secondary. Yeah, so this is a spot where Brock Purdy, who has like the best expected, you know. Uh, EPA is what is the term the best EPA in the league over anybody better than Mahomes, better than Hurts, better than Allen. This is a spot where he comes in and probably has his way. But um, I did find it interesting though that uh, you know that Philly is two and a half point. I mean, I, I don't know where I would have thought that opens up. You know, I guess if you factor an injury, you're probably getting to one or two. So um, should be a hell of a game though. And I knowing them, you you, you expect it to be interesting until the end of it. Yeah, and probably going to win it they they might. at the end of it. They is it might, five bro. touchdowns for Jalen Hurts total yesterday? Yeah, he was incredible. Unbelievable. He's, again, I'm, I'm telling you he's doing it and not you know, not fully 100%. Right, right, right. He's, uh, he's been fantastic. It's, again, their, their, their way of finding ways to win, uh, even when down, uh, has been nothing short of uh, tremendous this year. Absolutely. They're the best. Yeah. So I would lean Philly until otherwise proven. Yep. Even though San Fran is indeed my offseason uh, Super Bowl pick. I just don't know how you bet against Philly right now, especially at home. Yeah. 
Yeah. But anyway. you're going to do it, so good luck with that. Yeah, I think I might, but not, nothing yet. Nothing yet. Adam will join us on Wednesday. We'll get his thoughts on that game and more. Uh, all right, we'll come back, do some respect burgers, uh, some deserving recipients mm-hmm. this week, and then Jason Fitz going to join us at 125. Stick around. Jason and John, I turn to family, ESPN. Now, back to the Jason and John Show, live from the Leaders Credit Union Studios. Let Leaders Credit Union champion your financial story at leaderscu.com slash ESPN, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Memphis Group at the Real Estate Agency is your friend. They're going to help you get into the home of your dreams. And they're going to give you some great customer service along the way. Open communication, nonstop, around the clock, available whenever you need. Answering any questions you may have. They're a team that you can trust in terms of making the best home decision for you. So you want to get involved, reach out. So to LiveLoveMemphis.com. 901-625-5200 is that number. You can reach Jennifer Carsonson and her wonderful team with. It's the number I reached them with uh, five years ago now. Told you it was a situation I thought I wouldn't be able to get out of. You may be in that situation right now with COVID forbearance having been lifted. Jennifer uh, Carsonson going to lay out the best options for you. Best one might be selling that home, take advantage of that equity that you've built. But whatever it is, she will find it for you, and she will make it easy. I promise you that. So give them a call, 901-625-5200. They're the best. So why not give the best a crack at it? So Live Love Memphis and Live Love DeSoto teams at the Real Estate Agency. On Mondays around this time, I get on my big green egg. I pat out some burgers, put them on the grill. I season them with respect in a world uh, where there is less and less of that. We'll do that now. Now, it's time for the Jason and John Show Respect Burgers. Sizzling Respect Burgers, served hot and fresh from Jason and John. Yeah, Jalen Milrow got to get a Respect Burger for what he did on 4th and 31. Uh, it's going to go down in Iron Bowl lore, uh, as was written about that game. Alabama gets the win 27-24 after the aforementioned Jalen Milrow, the Alabama quarterback that now is putting up some big numbers because Alabama's adjusted that offense around him, allowed him to use those legs, be an athlete. Fourth and 31, looks like it's over, especially after Alabama has gone backwards, uh, trailing by four with 143 left, had a first and goal at the Auburn seven, uh, then didn't lose 18 yards on a bad snap and then pushed back five more after Milrow uh, throws an illegal downfield pass, had gone past the line of scrimmage, and it looked like it was all but over, and I went back and looked. Hugh Freeze is going to get his third win. Third win it would have been over Nick Saban uh, in terms of as a head coach, and it doesn't happen because on that fourth and one with Auburn just rushing two and leaving another to spy on Milrow, don't know why they did that, should have had him back too. Uh, Milrow throws an absolute rope uh, to the left corner of the end zone and finds Isaiah Bond, who he calls IB. Said he never doubted. I saw IB one-on-one, and I knew we were going to score. Turns out the safety help ends up going and covering the other receiver that leaves Isaiah Bond one-on-one in the corner. Was there a push-off? Absolutely there was. And it was smart of Isaiah Bond to do it and get that separation. Again, in a moment like that, is that ref really going to make the call offensive pass interference? So you've got to give Isaiah Bond a ton of credit for going up and getting it, but 
I'm with John. When uh, when Milrow threw that ball, I think we all kind of wondered in the back of our something special is about to happen. It certainly felt like it, and it goes through. And at one point, like we were saying, that Alabama offense is shooting itself in the foot, looking like it might not get that opportunity. So, again, I would call this, too, and if we, we've said it, it's one of Nick Saban's most impressive coaching jobs because, again, you don't have a you know first-round draft pick playing uh, quarterback under center necessarily. We'll see what becomes of Milrow down the line, but he's certainly not Tua. Uh, he's certainly not Jalen Hurts, and you're getting it done and giving yourself an opportunity uh, coming up on Saturday now at 11-1, 8-0 in the SEC uh, to beat this Georgia team. And if you do, uh, it will certainly almost mean, I think certainly mean you are in the college football playoffs. So, like we said, if, if Nick Saban goes on to do that with this Jalen Milrow who he once demoted, uh, I would call it the, uh, the best coaching job he's ever done at Alabama, no question about it. But, yes, Jalen Milrow is the guy that gets the respect burger. He ended up finishing with 107 rushing yards in that game. Uh, yes, his second career game to surpass 100 rushing yards, and he also uh, completed 67 of his passes, including that game winner for 259 yards. He was absolutely fantastic. Alabama needed every bit of it. Hugh Freeze was about to get them folks again. Uh, moving on. This is a reluctant respect. respect burger that I feel like I must hand out because, again, they decided it on the field, and Ryan Day had a chance to stop it, and he couldn't. Uh, John has called him soft, and I agree. Um, this one's going to Michigan for what they handled without Jim Harbaugh, winning those three games without him, but most importantly, winning this one. Ohio State had Ryan Day all season long. There were no excuses whatsoever, uh, and Michigan is able to make the plays late, win 32-24 in that game. I I'm not going to sit up here and tell you it was so overly impressive that I think Michigan's now going to top Georgia and win a college uh, football title here. I don't think that's going to happen. But, again, to take the punishment, which I always thought they needed to do, quite frankly, remember, they I mean, they had to basically you know, fire the, uh, who was it, the linebackers coach uh, to go with our, 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 our man, the, uh, the grad assistant, and so... Um, I respect the fact that they actually didn't fight this right. with attorneys and everything else, took the three-game suspension, and then do it with an interim coach and win all three games, but most importantly, um, this one, the game. Uh, that one was an electric start. There was no doubt about it. Like It felt like one of the biggest games in college football this year. Michigan comes out on top, and as I said, I reluctantly have to give it to them now, 12-0, 9-0. They've handled business on the field, and more importantly, they have reversed it. I mentioned this stat earlier. Ohio State. Before Day gets there, it won eight straight and 15 of 16 uh, against them. And Urban Meyer, I mean, he had owned Michigan. They have now flipped this and won three straight. And in that series, you uh, you have to give the credit to the victors. Uh, and it now goes to Michigan, although reluctantly so, I give reluctantly so I give it to them. Don't know how many of those wins they got um, benefited from cheat. That said, we've right. had to move on. Astros cheated. We've had to move on. That's right. Uh, when you're winning on the field, uh, you can't say much about it. Moving on. Respect. I uh, mentioned a former Tiger uh, last night. I'm going to mention two here. Two former Tigers getting respect burgers. And how could you not give one to Jake Elliott? Because if no Jake Elliott, the former Tigers kicker, who's now a superb one for the Philadelphia Eagles, then Jalen Hurts isn't getting the chance in overtime to walk it off uh, like he did in that game. Uh, fourth and 17, trailing 31-28. In the, uh, you know, in the conditions that they were with the rain and the wind, you're thinking, I don't know. J I mean, uh, Jake Haley has hit a couple of 61-yarders in his career. That's actually as long, and he's done it multiple times now. But can he hit this 59-yard uh, field goal in the elements here and with Philly needing it to force overtime? And he absolutely drained uh, that thing. And here's the most impressive thing about Jake Elliott's career so far. 
uh, in late-game kicking situations. He is 8-for-8 now on game-tying or go-ahead field goals in the final two minutes of regulation or overtime in his career. That's perfect in these moments, guys. Uh, You can freeze him or whatever else. He'll run back off the field and run right back on and nail it. Again, 8-for-8 in these opportunities. He does not miss uh, for the 10-1 Eagles. He has this season 19-of-21, but not in clutch situations when they absolutely uh, need him. Yeah, he's 19-of-21 this season. He's now 6-of-7 on kicks of 50-plus yards. He has the 61-yarder, 61-yarder, two two of those on his career. So I'll be honest with you. When Jake Elliott went to the NFL, you know, I didn't think he'd have a chance to – Right. You know, come close to Guskowski and some of the numbers that he's put up. But in terms of accuracy, he has. Now, Guskowski's got the Super Bowls, and hopefully that will come at some point for Jake Elliott. But my gosh, eight of eight in these situations for his career doesn't get any better than that. He's locked in. And remember, this was the guy that bought 2,500 tickets. Uh, tickets, John, that I should have. I should have gotten. Did you realize right. yeah. that the section I bought was the exact same oh, really? section as the free ones? So the Damn. guy behind me was on Jake Elliott tickets. And you were not. I had paid for mine. That's, that's the okay. karma of the world. Nah, you, uh, you contributed to your university. Uh, that's the way I'm looking at it, man. I've, I've moved on uh, since then. I'm, I'm contributing to Seth's NIL fund, right? That's what about Seth returning. Somebody had to. Uh, moving on, and but not off the Tigers. Another former Tiger, I'd mentioned it, in that Chargers game against Baltimore. He was the guy that was forcing uh, uh, Herbert into that into that intentional grounding throws. Arthur Mollette, a piece of art. Do you remember? We've had Arthur Mollette in the studio several times. Do you realize this man's been in the NFL now for seven years? Spent the last two years, uh, successful years, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And this year Amazing. is with the Baltimore Ravens. Not only uh, did he have that blitz and force uh, Herbert into that intentional grounding, he also had a pick at the end of halftime on a Hail Mary throw by Justin Herbert. So, Mollette was locked in at a pass breakup, quarterback hit, and the INT. Uh, got two sacks on the season and interception this season. He's got four picks on his career. It's now seven seasons for a piece of art, Arthur Mollette. A piece in the of NFL, art. In the NFL, man. Respect. Um, remember, he's had to do it the hard way, too. Uh, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, Wynn is an undrafted free agent yeah. into the league and has uh and has proven uh, his medal over and over again. So shout out to a piece of art uh, right now, starring for a Baltimore defense ranked second in points allowed and second in yards allowed per game. Uh, they've been absolutely stunned. I think they came in that game yesterday allowing 4.2 yards per play, which is preposterous. Yeah, uh, I think uh, the Chargers got them on a couple of plays to maybe up that uh, up that average a little bit, but they're still. Second-best defense in the NFL, probably behind the Cleveland Browns. And, uh, yeah, Arthur Mollett's been a big part of it. So, shout-out to two former Tigers, Jake Elliott and Arthur Mollett, uh, getting respect burgers on this day. Yeah, uh, thank you for doing that, by the way. Good to be back. Good to hear it. Well, you could have listened from the Ruben. What? No, yeah, no, you could have last I really didn't want to do that. You were checked out on your fruity drinks. Uh, yeah, what was the big deal about that? Is a tequila sunrise, brother? I mean, uh, you know, if 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 making me if, if consuming a tequila sunrise makes me less of a man, then I'm less of a man. I mean, I'm sitting there, the waves crash in. I got my drink. I got my. I got life is good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, glad it went down smooth for you. Oh, it went down real smooth. I'm doing me. I mean, if you give you a disrespect, dog, for all the fruity drinks you whole, had. Whole way. You drinking them out of straw too? For sure. Oh yeah, you went real girly. Yeah, and what people have to understand is that. You got you, them ready for touching your feminine side. You didn't make me, so you can't break me. Right, Dion. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I ain't swag, who is swag? That was the make me break me. That was when we had, you know, it's not, it doesn't work as well now that they finish with four wins. 
Well, you still, they still it's not as memorable went line. over their win total, you know. No, they did. So that's what I would say. <laughs> so that's what I. Uh, do you have a disrespect? About? I do, actually, but I just wanted to make that point. I wanted to make that point to Anderson, you know, all those people that, that had something to say about my, whether it was my facial hair, whether that was my Boise State wristband, whether that was the color of the drink, whether it was because of the drink itself. Sometimes the criticism can be constructive. I understand that when I post that, it is not an open invitation for your thoughts, feedback, and oh, or you're any a, criticism you're a you may have. You're like Tom Cruise. You're a celebrity, yeah. so you, that it's you're open to that. I mean, it's their so game. Understand? You can save that. You can you can tweet back at me. I'm not going to tweet back at you. I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm not going. I ain't going back and forth with you. Remember when Duval had that song, bro? Look it up. It's called Smile. That's how I feel about y'all when y'all tweet me. Uh, I'm going to give a disrespect dog to Conference USA. This league is piss. This league is worse than that drink I had on the beach, bro. Have you seen the members of Conference USA? No. They added their most recent member this morning in case you missed it. It was Delaware. They have 11 members starting in 2025. Western Kentucky, UTEP, Sam Houston, New Mexico State, MTSU, Louisiana Tech, Liberty, Kennesaw State, Jacksonville State, FIU, and Delaware. It's too painful. It's painful. This league is horrible. And I don't know what the hell they were thinking when they added freaking Delaware. I mean, I I guess you can't really add anybody. So it's like, why don't we just add Delaware? Yeah, this league sucks. Whoever's in charge of this one, you get a disrespect, dog, because you've assembled quite possibly the ugliest 11 teams I've ever seen that have no geographical connections, no history at all. And then you, uh, you add Delaware. A plate of dogs for anybody, as you've pointed out, that wrongly put Illinois over Memphis this week sure. in the AP poll. Sure. When you compare the bodies of work, as John has pointed out, it ain't even close. Not close. So disrespect, dogs, to all you voters that had Illinois over Memphis. Yeah, 100%. The AP poll. CUSA used to have Houston and Memphis and, uh, you know, Cincinnati. and. I'm just saying, look at your own house. I know, it's bad, but it yeah, ain't that bad. When you start talking about another conference it this week, bad, your, your house is bad, bro. It ain't Especially it. with the SMU walking bro, out the door. That, that, it's that, pretty that nasty. Is not a... That is not a house, though. In it's CUSA. so bad that, that these, is a essentially that these what whatever many wins it is in conference duplex. don't mean a dang thing for Ryan Silverfield. That's how bad it is. That's like a duplex. sitting on some garbage where you got people one half. I wish of the it duplex meant, I wish it was something more cooking meth, and the other half of the duplex using it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, your analogies since you've been back. Just just going all in with it today. Yeah. Just enjoy him, because someday I'm not going to have him. You Lil Wayne around here. Someday I'm not. The, his his bars used to be a lot better before the codeine. There's no doubt well, about he's it. He's actually come back. He has. I I think he, has he has. He has. I think maybe he stopped using. Some cells are working again. Yeah. Took, took some time off. but uh, Matriculating again. That's exactly right. It's good to see. What a comeback. Comeback player of the year, as, as far as I'm concerned. Lil Wayne and Josh Dobbs. That's what it, that's what it is for me. Also, uh, my Buffalo guy that you said doesn't count. Oh, DeMar Hamlin. Yeah, like that dude doesn't even – he's not even active. There is no one in America that badmouths him as much as you do. No, I mean, look, he – About being up for that award. He it's very It's very vile. You shouldn't – you talk about bad karma. You shouldn't do this. He didn't – he doesn't – he doesn't play. We get that. So how can you be the comeback player He's on the sideline in pads. He was dead on the field, John. I understand You understand that. you go back – you go from dead to playing or out there – you're practicing. So we got to give him he's the been, award. He's actually been in the game. We have he's to give him the a couple award. Games, a participation right? trophy, John? I think it is kind of. How is dare you guys are vile. No, it's real. And, and you better watch your back. What about karma's going to come back around and Tua. you guys joking about this. Tua. Thing. 
Tua was concussed 15 times last year. That was they my- had to reattach Alex Smith's leg. This Miami's doing. Well, they kept putting him out there. Still, he had to come back from that, bro. Came back from his own organization, what from his own franchise. Josh trying to Dobbs. Him back, like he tie rod or Alopecia. something. Alopecia. <laughs> He's come back from that. <laughs> He's killing it right now. That dude's awesome. Dude. <laughs> he ain't nothing but Ryan. I love what he's done, It's and I gave him respect for a few weeks ago. He is nothing but the new Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like okay, that's but just, that's what he is. But but, but when he's you, playing, though, and DeMar Hamlin is not. DeMar Hamlin is chilling on the sideline, which is, I'm glad he's able to do that. I'm, I am. I didn't want DeMar Hamlin to die. You said Josh Dobbs. Who was your other one? Tua. Tua. That's good. Those, are, those two deserve the DeMar, award. DeMar Hamlin. DeMar Hamlin should be happy that he's alive. He doesn't need an award to validate that happening. You know what I'm saying? He already got the ESPY. You have to play to be the comeback. This is a very serious. This is a very serious award. This is an award that should be treated with integrity, okay, with a, a certain amount of standard that you have simply thrown to the wayside because it's a nice story. You know, what's happened to you since I've been gone? What happened to the man that once held people accountable to a standard that is now gone? Apparently, with the Comeback Player of the Year award, this this award should matter. It should matter to you, man, and it doesn't. It doesn't because where where's the Jason that demands a certain amount of excellence from Ryan Ryan Silverfield, right? Oh, well, we get we get to the Comeback Player. All you got to do is basically breathe, and you win. His defense was dead, fucking atrocious. Well, it was. It was. That's what Taylor would say about it. That's that's right. It's a joke. But I'm just saying. Tua's Joke! probably going to win it. Josh Dobbs may win it. If Aaron Rodgers comes back from that Achilles, he's he could not win coming it. back to this mess. So There's no to reason. Stop to. with that. There's no reason to. I agree with you. There is no reason to come back. I mean, they're four and what seven. Ask Fitzy if Hamlin deserves it. Well, if we, if I get to it, because I think Tua's wrapped it up. But uh, we'll, we'll, we will we will ask Jason Fitz about the NFL firings. Why Brandon Staley has a job today? Why he has not joined Frank Reich? Great question. Get into all of that with him when we get back. Jason and John, how do you turn off him? How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Now, back to the Jason and John Show, live from the Leaders Credit Union Studios. Let Leaders Credit Union champion your financial story at leaderscu.com slash ESPN, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Did y'all boys not get the memo? I do not stay at the Intercontinental. And anything I got is not a rental. I own them all. Figure it out, it's simple. Jason Fitz, the host. For Yahoo Sports, for Fox Sports Radio, join us every Monday. Join us now. Fitz, I, I can totally understand why you, with your many talents and your versatility, have multiple jobs. I can understand why you have jobs. I cannot understand why Brandon Staley still does, though. Do you? <laughs> no, not at all. And look, it's a... It's a total disaster, and also it's a time to just start recalibrating the way we talk about the organization, the way we talk about Justin Herbert. I mean, I think, you know, uh, now it's become the trendy thing in the last 48 hours to ask tough questions to Herbert. But I, I just, it, it's very simple for me. At some point, you got to look around and ask yourself, do you have everybody in the room that's elevating everybody? So, you know, do you have coaches that are elevating players, players that are elevating each other, so on and so forth? And I look squarely at, at what we're seeing right now, and you know, it's hard to see that from the organization. It's hard to see that from anybody around it. They certainly have the talent to be doing it. So I'm really confused as to what the the mission is for the Chargers. I'm confused on how it got this bad, and I'm confused on how they let themselves get back into this situation. Like, everybody's faulting David Tepper but me today for firing Frank Reich. I'd rather be David Tepper than be the ownership group of the Chargers any day, every day. What do you do right now if you're in control of the Bills? And you've got this situation now where, listen, Josh Allen, you could argue play one of his best games yesterday. You're still not able to get the win. You're on the outside looking in as it currently stands. Um, what do you do there? And I know a lot of us on the outside looking in have said, okay, the narrative's easy. The window's closing uh, for the Bills. They're going to miss out, and who knows where this thing goes. But is it salvageable, Fitzy? Is this still a true contender that's just struggling here uh, 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 last couple of weeks? Or what do you think about this situation in Buffalo? Are they done? I think in Buffalo, it's very simple. They're going to have to bring in an all-new offensive staff, and I mean all-new. They're going to have to rip the entire offense apart, and I don't think that can happen easily. And they're going to have to look in the mirror and ask themselves how they managed to waste, just completely waste a year of Josh Allen. It makes no sense to me. You know, I think at some point you got to look around and say, was your game plan just to roll the ball out to him, hope that he could force the ball to Stephon Diggs? Because that looks like it's all you have. And then it takes a Herculean effort where he makes any mistakes and suddenly – He's not Mahomes, right? So it's just, it's hard. It's hard right now to figure out how they've blown it this bad. And to think about the fact that the Bills are this low on the playoff standing is inexcusable. I, I don't know that I fire a coach after one bad year, but I don't know that I don't. Like, I'll be honest about that. I don't know that I don't. I think when you're dealing with generational talent, the patience for the coach is non-existent. Like yeah. I and the and the and to me and I I mean like I'm not saying like oh I if the, this guy they lose this week I'm firing him, but I, I think we've seen enough. I think the sample size is, is big enough with Sean McDermott to know that you know 
two years ago, they, they're in the, you know, the AFC championship game, right? And they're 13 seconds away from going to the Super Bowl. Um, and, and, and since that moment, it has not been a, a trajectory that is pointing up. They have not come close to reaching that stage again. And I think because of those reasons, you're out. Sean McDermott's got to go. Well, look, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Look, I, I hate change for the sake of change because, you know, who's out there that's going to be better? But I, I don't know that at some point you don't have to make change when you're just seeing the same result. Like, you got to look around right now and ask yourself a very simple question. Are you in a situation where your team is better today than Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes together? And if the answer is no, then you better change something. And you ain't changing Josh Allen. Like, Josh Allen is fine, you know? So now you got to say, if it's not Josh Allen I'm changing, then I better change the coach, right? Like, it's just, it's alarming to be here. And especially in a game where Gabe Davis was a big part of this game plan too for once. Like, I just, the number of ways that they have failed is just absolutely incredible to me. Um, Go ahead, John. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, I, you know, I, I, it's not even like, it may not even be on the coach, but it's just like when you, when you have an investment and, and it's like it's clearly not a fit, you know, I think you just have to be willing to say, hey, we have I, – I feel that way about, you know, the Grizzlies with John Morant. I feel that way about, you know, any NBAs. Like, you just have to – it's not necessarily sake for the sake of change. It's like, hey, we've topped out with each other, you know, just like any relationship. And <laughs> when that's happened, you know, you got you to gotta try something else. You got to try to – because you can't go to counseling and you can't fire the players. So – you know what do you do after that? You got to you got to start at the at the coaching staff. That's and that's and that's I felt that way about Staley last year. Just for the record, like you have a a freaking ridiculous talent, and if you're not getting the most out of it for whatever the case may be, you keep churning, okay, until you find somebody that does strike the gold. And who knows if it's we can come up with a million different reasons why it does or doesn't happen. But I got to keep searching. I can't I can't just be content with a guy that's fallen short. Yeah, I, I, you're not wrong, and. I think this is what happens when you're in this window. Like, and th- this is the difference in the way we think about sports today versus the way we thought about sports 15 years ago, too. Like, uh, you know, imagine the the way that Marv Levy would have been treated for the Bills losing four straight Super Bowls in, in in the modern era, right? Like, there'd be a real question right away of, do we need to get rid of everything? And, you know, that's frankly probably where you have to be a little bit more of. I, I think we know faster than ever if you got the right coach. So if we know faster than ever if you got the right coach, then – at some point, you got to look around and say, what do we do to compete? And right now, I, it, it's really clear to see that the 49ers look like a Super Bowl team. The Eagles look like a Super Bowl team. The Chiefs look like a Super Bowl team, even though they don't. It's just it's amazing the way they do that. Like You can look and find a viable path to the Super Bowl for all of them. Almost everybody else has a pretty big, yeah, but hanging over their head, and you've got to hope that somebody can take them to the next level. For the Bills to not even be in that conversation, like get in the dance, you got a chance. They're not even getting in the dance. If you were, uh, I'm I'm lining up your your MVP candidates, Fitzy. How how high up or how in the discussion is is Jalen Hurts? The other side of that Bills game, five total touchdowns yesterday. He's on the arguably the best team in football. And I just look around at the other candidates and I see a, a Hurts that looks like he's playing hurt, that he's not 100 percent, and yet finding ways to win. They tied an NFL record. What coming back from four straight halftime deficits? Where would Jalen Hurts or where should he be in the MVP conversation? I mean, I think he's he's uh, now, especially when you see the way that they've won, he's got to be at the top of it, right? Like, uh, I, I this so. is a weird year for the MVP because usually when I think MVP, I think, oh, my God, I do not want to take this person on, right? Like, and Jalen Hurts is part of that, but the Eagles are part of that. Like, right. 
it's it's really interesting to me. What are we supposed to do? You know, think about the difference that Doink made yesterday. If that kick goes in for the Texans and the Texans are suddenly sitting there with a three seed in the AFC, is there a C.J. Stroud conversation? I think that's Absolutely. probably pretty real, right? Yep. But that's also because we had such low expectations, right? Like that's the 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 hardest part about that is like mm-hmm. we had such low expectations of what to do with everybody. So like I, there are such high expectations with Philly. It just it, it seems like they can't be met, and I, I think that's unfortunate. You know, it's just it's an unfortunate side product of what we're dealing with. Talking to Jason Fitz, joins us every single Monday here on the show, uh, Yahoo Sports, Fox Sports Radio. All right, uh, Antonio Pierce um, experiment. I mean, obviously this is not going to, uh, or maybe not, maybe you have different information, but uh, does it look to you like he is uh, going to be the full-time guy uh, after after yesterday? No, I don't think so. Um, I, I, you know, that's, that's but just, look, I, want, I, I would love for everybody to feel like they're great and they get this job, but man, there's just too many limitations, right? There's just, this team is too limited. And uh, th- there are some point where you have to look at it and say, okay, how do you fix that? Um, you know, when you start thinking about that portion of it, I, look, if you're Mark Davis, you need somebody that can compete with Andy Reid. And, and that's just, it's that simple. You need somebody that can compete with Andy Reid. So if that's, you know, that's where this goes, I, I just don't think Antonio Pierce is the guy. I, I would love for him to be the guy because they seem to love him. But, man, you, you you lose a game yesterday that you were in, but I can't figure out how you were in, and then you lose big. Like, there's just not a lot of redeeming hope. I think he's going to have to beat the Chiefs in the other game for them to get there, and I just don't think that's going to happen. So I think we're a lot closer to, you know, Jim Harbaugh being the head coach or Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator for the Lions, being the head coach. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that is, that would be the natural question is, like, how attractive – I know there's only 32 of these jobs – but is it a, is is it an attractive job for a guy like Ben Johnson? It seems to me that he would just wait out like a Chargers opening or something like that. No, I, I think it's one of the more appealing jobs. Uh, like I don't buy a, I don't buy the argument that you know most of these jobs are unappealing to a lot of people. My God, uh, we all thought that the Texans job was somebody that particularly a minority candidate would never look at. And what do we have, right? So it it takes the right person for any job for that to work. Um, I, I, that's part one of it. Part two of it, if you're a coach, you're going to live somewhere where, A, you don't have a state income tax. I think that's important. It helps you make more money. B, it's an easy pitch to free agents. We all know that. C, you have an owner that's not afraid to spend whatever it takes. I like this concept that the Raiders are a problem. Like, it, why would you go to the Chargers when you're going to be irrelevant in your own city? Nobody's really going to care about it. And, frankly, you're working for an ownership group that may or may not even be that invested. Mm-hmm. You go to Vegas. You're going to be in Vegas. You're going to be one of the highlights of the city. You're going to be important to the community, but you're also going to play for players that are excited to go out there and play in Vegas, and you're going to make a ton of money doing it. Like I, I think this is totally overvalued when, when people talk about why the Raiders aren't a good job. They just got to find a quarterback, and that's easier said than done. What kind of chance do you give Jalen Milrow and this Alabama team against Georgia this weekend, Fitzy? Uh, not a good one. And, uh, look, Milrow's been nice. Like, I just finished cutting a video for Yahoo laughing at him saying, give me the Heisman. Like, you got benched earlier this year for ineffective play. Don't, t- don't even use the word Heisman. Like, save that energy for next year. But w- let's be real. The reason Jalen Milrow is playing well right now is because he does two things at once that are hard to defend. He runs the football well, and he throws the deep ball well. So it's hard because people are moving their safeties back to protect the deep ball, and that's giving him a ton of ground to, to run with. Uh, Georgia's not going to do that. Georgia's got right. the athletes. So I think Georgia's got the athletes, and they match up. Here's what's more interesting, and I do think this is really uh, possible. 
if Alabama wins the SEC and they beat Georgia, I don't think they're a lock to make the playoffs because the committee has told you all the way up to this point that they value the head-to-head matchup between Texas and Alabama. Mm-hmm. A one-loss Texas that wins their conference would go in ahead of a one-loss Alabama, and Oregon has a better resume than any of them right now and would have the chance to avenge their only loss against Washington, who's number three. Like I, I think of the one-loss teams, Alabama's got the third-best chance of making the playoffs. So if Alabama wins, are I mean, you're, you're saying that there is no SEC chant. There is no SEC representation in the college football playoff? Depending on what happens the rest of the way, but I, there's a real shot, shot of it. Yeah, I mean that would that, 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 that is just, I, I, isn't it contractually uh, required for an SEC <laughs> team to be in the playoff? I mean, are you sure? I think it, like like Chick Fil A and all that. Yeah, I mean, here's the funny thing: is that what are they going to do? They're not going to leave out when when Florida State wins, and I think they'll win. Uh, Florida State's undefeated and a conference champ, even without their starting quarterback. You're not going to put in a one-loss Alabama above them, I don't think. Uh, but then the other part of it is if Washington wins, they're in. Ohio State is going to be in, uh, or Michigan is going to be in, sorry, when they win the, the, the Big Iowa. Ten. Yep. So you got Michigan beating Iowa. That's pretty easy. You have either Oregon or Washington. Oh, either one of those teams are going to be a lock to make this. Then where do you go from there, right? You start looking at it. Florida State's going to be in if they win, and that, that gives you three conference champions. But, again, Texas beat Alabama. I can't say that loud enough. Like, Texas beat them, and they beat Jalen Milrow. It wasn't like a, oh, this is a different team. No, they flat out went out and beat Alabama, and the the committee cares about that stuff. So there hasn't been some massive change that suddenly puts them in a situation where that's not going to be valued. So they, they would need Texas to lose. Like, I think Alabama needs help to get into the college football playoff. Wow. Well, we'll see. That's the beauty of it. Should be a, a hell of a weekend. Fitch, you're the best, man. Appreciate you, you as always. Appreciate you, boys. Have a great week. Yeah. He is Jason Fitz. Love him uh, to death. Uh, just uh, fundamentally, just totally disagree with him. I mean, if Alabama beats Georgia, they're in. I just, I, yeah, I think I've just looked at it. It's the best conference. It's you're, you beat the best team in the country. Like your win over Georgia will be better than your loss to Texas is bad, if that makes sense, right? I mean, losing well, in— Texas will have a great claim, though. Texas, right Texas will that. have a great we beat claim. you head-to-head. What else are we supposed to do? But their win against and we're you a conference champion. is not as good as your win against over Georgia. Georgia. I, mean, that's, I mean, that's what you have to consider. And the best team in the country, as far as I'm concerned. You know, I mean, and, and Texas has that loss to Oklahoma. So, you know, uh, I, I think that has to be the, the, the difference there. Right, Oklahoma's kind of falling off the face of the earth a little bit here. Uh, they're you know nine and two, so or I guess ten and two now. So it's just uh, they're not even in the Big Twelve championship game. So their 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 loss is worse than yours, and your win is better than theirs. So yes, uh, shoot three sixty best facility in Memphis. Uh, if you like basketball, if you love the game of basketball, get out there and own your craft. Get the jump shots up, get the passing up, dribbling, all that. You're going to notice a, a change and a very uh, big improvement in your uh, son or daughter's game. Uh, you send them out there, give them a couple trips out there, a couple memberships. They're going to love it. They're going to fall in love with the game of basketball, and it's here in Memphis. NBA great technology. Uh, 85 marks in a drive in Carville. Yep, and can beautifully complement what your son or daughter is learning with their school team, that coaching they're getting there. They've got the development coaches out at Shoe 360. Just get out there, get your face in the place. You'll see what we're talking about. It's a basketball haven. We call it the future basketball training in Memphis. The thing is, the future's happening right now. As John said, it's Shoe 360. Go see them at 85 Mark Center Drive in Cairo. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.